Ladies and gentlemen, um, it's time for the LPG panel. Um, it's an honor to be here with such uh, knowledgeable people. And uh, it's also a pleasure to be on the panel with uh, the Advanced Gas President, uh, Christian Anderson, and uh, with um, John Lecoris from uh, Dorian LPG. Uh, and this LPG uh, will focus on solely on the VLGC space, um, which uh, represents 75% of all LPG and PetCam uh, shipping in terms of, of volume. Uh, for the past for the past two years, uh, we have seen rates going from four million dollars uh, a month uh, down to uh, less than two hundred thousand dollars per month. Uh, I think uh, the August earnings this year combined with the September earnings last year, which have been uh, the, the poorest earnings we've seen in a very long time, has probably been the minimum floor um, for earnings and also the maximum pain for, for ship owners. Um, and why the earnings have been so bad is, uh, the answer to that is uh, not, uh, it's not only one answer. Um, you have the arbitrage, between the US exports and Asian imports. You have the supply of ships. Uh, only in 2015 and 2016, you saw an order book of uh, close to 50%. You had 22% more uh, uh, deliveries in uh, 15 and the same figure roughly in 2016. Uh, so that's more than 80 ships uh, that joined the VLGC fleet, which was uh, quite uh, quite the figure. Um, you also had the opening of the Panama Canal, uh, where VLGCs have uh, transited one-third of the total Panama transits in the first year of operation. And that has also, of course, decreased the ton miles um, in the VLGC space. You had the OPEC cuts in November that uh, came into effect in 2017 and decreased slightly the Middle East uh, LPG exports. However, uh, there is still comfort in the VLGC space. The order book has come down. Uh, the Asian LPG uh, import demand is uh, ever increasing across uh, all the Asian countries and, and India. And uh, going forward, um, the factors that will uh, impact the, uh, the VLGC rates will be um, will be the supply of ships, it will be the arbitrage. Uh, rest assured, the demand will be there. Um, so today I would like to raise three, four topics, uh, depending on the time we have. Um, so talking about the supply of ships. Uh, positively, we have seen a decreasing order book. Today I think it's at 28 vessels, so we're looking at an order book of 11%. Uh, and that is for deliveries during 2017, 2018, and 2019. Uh, there's one, one trader with an option for six to eight more vessels that should be declared in the end of this year. Um, you have the ballast water treatment coming into effect in 2019. Uh, you have the sulfur cap in 2020. And you have tier three for, for new buildings. So my first questions to, to John and... Christian, is what is your view on the current order book uh, and legislative impacts in terms of new buildings, new orders, and the potential for demolition 
in today's industry? Good morning, uh, everyone. I I'd like to start uh, with a few comments about uh, uh, what you said in your introduction about the market. And yes, it has been a terrible market the past two years. Um, the Baltic rate is, is a daily quoted dollar per ton uh, price for freight from the Middle East to the Far East. And uh, the Baltic uh, this year turned at about $19 per ton. If we go back to 2009, the Baltic turned at uh, less than $15 per ton. And uh, in 2009, we also had much higher fuel costs. So even <laughs> though that the market has been terrible this year and last year, it's not as bad as we saw it uh, last downturn. And in the middle, we have had a, a super profit, which has uh, never been seen before. Uh, LPG, as I normally say, is very special from any other product and any other commodity, because no one has ever produced LPG because they want LPG. LPG is a byproduct uh, of, of uh, crude oil and net gas. And um, what is very important to understand is, is when you look at the LPG sector and the VLGC sector, you need to have a view on, on uh, crude oil and, and net gas production. And as we heard in the previous uh, uh, panel, everyone is, is uh, positive and optimistic about uh, natural gas and LNG production. And when we look at the forecasts for uh, crude oil, it's looking very good. The Middle East had a, a short drop uh, with the OPEC cuts, but the LPG production in the Middle East and LPG export from the Middle East is in line with the three years average uh, as we speak. So everything is about the uh, US and, and shale gas and, and shale oil and tight oil production. And uh, the forecasts for the US production is very good. The rigs are much more efficient uh, today than they were a couple of years ago. The break-even, uh, crude break-even, wellhead break-even in the US is down in the 30s and, and some fields even below 30. So we, we are optimistic about US production. Going back to, to your question about uh, uh, the order book, yes, the order book has killed the, the super profit market we saw in 14 and 15. There's far too many ships ordered. Uh, when we uh, finished this year, and actually when we finished this month, uh, most of the ships are delivered, and, and the order book going forward will be about 10-11%. Uh, that's positive for, uh, for shipping, of course. Uh, while it takes two and a half to three years to build an LNG carrier, uh, VLGC might be built in one and a half to two years. Basically, you can say two years. So we know very well uh, the deliveries next year, and, and we know pretty well first half 19. Uh, that's looking positive. Thank you, uh, Christian. Uh, John, anything you want to add to that? Well, um, I, I, I couldn't agree more with what Christian said about the market and about LPG uh, becoming a, a mainstream export uh, because um, from the advent of shale gas and um, as a byproduct, as he said, of LNG and crude oil, we are seeing uh, substantial quantities of LPG moving out of the United States in addition to the Middle East. And that has changed the, uh, um, 
the balance of uh, this particular fuel becoming a mainstream energy source. Uh, also, we have to remember that LPG, butane and propane burns cleanly, and it will be probably the fuel of the future, along with LNG, uh, where uh, uh, the grid cannot reach. We will still have LPG being a, a preferred energy source. In uh, as much as the fleet is concerned, Yes, many ships have been built. Um, we are just right at the tail end of that uh, building spree. Um, the, uh, the legislation coming into effect in 2020 uh, and the soft markets uh, will probably deter more ordering uh, because uh, the legislation with the software cap, the tier three, uh, causes uh, uh, um, not a very clear view forward. Uh, and as a result, we believe that there's not going to be a lot more new buildings uh, uh, coming uh, online. Um, even though there is capacity, there is um, uh, unlikely with soft markets to see uh, further ordering. Uh, so that's all I had to say. That, that's uh, actually there I found something where we disagree, and that's a bit difficult. <laughs> I, I, I fear that we will see more orders. Uh, I think the, the new billing prices, uh, as they discussed uh, in LNG, is at the rock bottom. And today you can order VLGCs at, at prices uh, seen back in 2000 and 2001. Uh, so unfortunately there will be new orders. Um, uh, I, I don't really expect to see a lot of, of scrappings. There are a number of ships and, and, and you can easily count 10, 15, maybe 20 plus as well ships which are potential scrap candidates uh, and they will be expensive to run uh, with, with high fuel um, consumption. What we do see in LPG though is, is that these ships very often end up in, in storage projects. So these will disappear from, from, uh, from the spot market, but they will sit around as, as terminals, which I think in a way is positive because more terminals will, will support more trade. Thank you, Christian. Um, uh, you, you both mentioned the, uh, the uh, positive uh, aspects around the uh, LPG market uh, as a whole and US exports. Uh, and from 2014 to uh, 2016, we saw uh, US exports uh, increasing from around 15 million tons per year uh, to 25 million tons per year last year. And the projections uh, from the start of this year for 2017 was, was less than 30 million tons. And, and now it seems to be uh, to break the 30 million mark, uh, which is very, very positive. Uh, however, there is uh, constraints concerning uh, domestic consumption uh, and concerning terminal capacity. I think there will always be enough uh, LPG from what Christian said uh, from all the shale place uh, <coughs> and, and total US production. But in terms of terminal capacity, do you guys expect uh, more, more expansions to come to support the increasing U.S. exports? Uh, I have seen that um, a lot of terminals uh, have um, nameplate capacity, which is in excess of what they are being exporting. Uh, I think the, 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 the capacity is about 35 to 40 million right now. And it's being expanded continuously. We're going to be seeing more um, 
terminal expansions uh, in the northwest of the United States. In Philadelphia, Marcus Hook is going to be exporting larger amounts of LPG. Uh, and uh, we, we are seeing the ramping of uh, Phillips 66 terminal at Freeport, Texas. So we have seen a number of um, uh, projects that uh, uh, increase capacity. And I think we're going to see excess of 40 million tons capacity in the United States. That, that should suffice for, for some years. I think so. I, I absolutely agree with you, John. It's uh, uh, terminal capacity in the US uh, will not be a bottleneck as it was a couple of years back. Uh, we, we will only, in, if, if, if nothing is done from today, we will reach capacity uh, levels at 1920. But as you say, there is a number of, of expansion projects. The easiest way to increase the capacity is actually to increase the load rate of the ships, which you can do fairly easy and, and at not uh, any significant cost, adding a pumping capacity. Uh, if you want to expand more, you, you can widen or, or install wider pipes. So you, you can increase the capacity fairly easy. And, and as I, I said, terminal capacity will not be a bottleneck for U.S. LPG exports. A good test of this uh, capacity will be um, in the next weeks. Uh, we have seen uh, 600,000 tons of LPG held back because of uh, Hurricane Harvey. Uh, that meant a lot of ships have been waiting, and uh, these exports have not happened yet. So we will see whether we'll, they will be able to catch up with uh, exports in the next uh, month um, and uh, reach the, um, their kind of level where they were expected to be at this time of the year. Thank you, John. Um, as I mentioned initially, uh, talking about the, the Panama Canal, uh, that had its first year uh, of, of trade. Uh, and then I'm talking about the new locks, of course. Um, and uh, with, with, with the first year of operations for all the ships that went through, uh, the, the average transits per day uh, was around uh, four to five transits per day, where the full, full capacity of the new locks are at around 10 to 12 uh, per day uh, at, at max. Uh, so, so my next question is more uh, on, on a ton-mile uh, reflection uh, because there are many more containers, cruise liners, and also the LNG exports out from the U.S. that only started last year uh, will increase more and more. Um, and in terms of a fully spot-operated company and a semi-spot uh, uh, company for Dorian, uh, how do you view uh, the potential congestion, uh, say, from one and a half to two years going forward? Uh, uh, because the new LUX, a $5 billion investment, is not something where you will expand again uh, in the short term. Uh, will, in, in your view, will this affect the trade patterns uh, for your uh, spot vessels? I, I think that uh, you have to take a step to the side and, and, and look at what is the drivers of, of the export. And I think you, you mentioned the, the, the FOBSIF differentials between uh, US and, and Far East, uh, what some people call the ARB. And uh, theoretically, through half the year, LPG prices are in contango and half the year they are in backwardation. So normally, uh, during the winter, uh, LPG will have a premium price uh, compared to crude. And uh, everyone expects this to 
get off during second quarter, and then sometime during third, fourth quarter, we'll come back again. So, so when the product market is in Contango, uh, our customers want the ship to sail as long as possible, and if possible, also to sit uh, close to this charge area and, and, and run the Contango price uh, game. So decision about Panama and not Panama is more about the pr uh, prices in the product market than what is really uh, available. Having said that, uh, Panama has been surprisingly full, uh, and it's been almost impossible to, uh, to book uh, uh, spot slots in Panama for, for LPGs. Uh, so we have seen less ships using Panama than expected. Uh, so, again, it's driven by, by the product market and, and less by, by the Panama availability, in my view. Uh, to add to Christian's uh, points, uh, I, just some statistics uh, I would like to say is Panama Canal has managed, the new Panama Canal has managed to have 2,000 ships go through up to date in uh, the, uh, about 18 months that it's been operational, 16 months. Uh, and uh, out of these, uh, it, it was a surprising number that 29% uh, of LPG ships went through in uh, the year to date, uh, as against 9% uh, for LNG carriers. And now we're seeing a reversal uh, where LNG is going to be the, uh, will take priority probably over LPG, and we see bookings of uh, about 20% uh, uh, for LNG against 16% for LPG ships. Uh, the bookings, as Christian mentioned, are very difficult. They are booked all the way into 2018, and uh, usually about 70% of the ships that apply for crossing for a transit uh, get through, because the rest cannot get slots uh, to go through. So uh, Panama has started to, to create um, a, a backlog uh, the waiting time right now is three, four days to get through if you get lucky with, with an empty slot. Uh, so um, you, there's a waiting system. There is a waiting system. There's a number of systems that Panama Canal Authority uses, uh, depending on your use of the Panama Canal, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not going to bore you with that. Uh, however, I, I, I believe that Panama Canal is also going to become more expensive in October, 29% increase in tolls, that's going to cause a lot of change in the way we see the ARB, uh, because as Christian said, it's a matter of the arbitration between uh, the prices and the U.S. Gulf and the price over in uh, the Far East. Uh, many times um, the, the trade does not happen because uh, the, the, there's no positive uh, carry on this. As a result, I think that um, more ships uh, may decide to go the long route, uh, the 40-day, 40 40-plus 40 day uh, via the Cape instead of going via the Panama Canal. Uh, and the economics probably um, work better uh, for, you know, nowadays and also helps uh, shipping in, 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 a, in a situation where there are soft markets and there's um, um, excess shipping available. Thank you, John. Thank you, Kristen. Um, we've uh, mentioned the, the arbitrage. Uh, that seems to be the, uh, 
the most repeated word uh, in, in, in VLGC. Uh, and uh, if, if you look at the correlation between the, the Baltic um, index uh, that Christian mentioned, and, and you compare that with the, with the um, arbitrage, there is actually a strong correlation. Uh, so so my, my next question is, it's a bit uh, theoretical maybe, uh, but it's, it has to do with what, what affects uh, the, the, the shipping rates, uh, the freight rates uh, more? Uh, is it the uh, supply of new ships? Because you talk about a huge order book, but if you still have a fairly big substantial arbitrage, price differential between the LPG in the US and, and Asia, uh, that should support uh, shipping rates. So what of the two, uh, uh, the supply of ships or the arbitrage, in, in your view, uh, affects, uh, affects uh, the, the, the rates? This is very complicated, and, and I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry to say, Martin, but I'm, uh, it's, it's not either or. Uh, in the daily shipping market, when we fix a ship, we don't really care if our customer makes money or if he loses money. For us, it's, it's supply and demand of ships for that particular cargo. And, and so this is, this is a fight between the two of us and a couple of others every day for every cargo. And if there is enough ships, the freight will go down. If there are less ships, the freight will go up. We don't look at the ARB, we don't look at the crude oil, no, nothing. Looking at, at, at the expected demand for ships going forward, we do expect that the freight market is continuing to be very, very difficult in, well into 2018. There is uh, still uh, 10 ships coming this year uh, from, from the yards, so there will be hard competition for cargoes going forward. We do hope that when we come into to mid-second half, second quarter next year, that the market will turn. Order book for, for next year is, is limited, and, and uh, the expected uh, export of LPG from the US is growing uh, month by month. It will fluctuate a lot because of, of the ARB, uh, and, and that will give us challenging freight rates uh, for the next six to eight months. Just to add to this, uh, the recent uh, Harvey, Hurricane Harvey, has caused um, a shortage of cargoes going to the Far East. As a result, prices in the Far East have gone very high, opened up the ARB instantly. Uh, immediately, prices also in the US Gulf have gone up, and also freight rates have gone up as a result of this. It's probably temporary. However, it just shows you uh, how exogenous factors can affect uh, this business. Um, also, for example, the price of oil, the price of naphtha, vis-a-vis -vis, uh, uh, LPG. Uh, the, the price of LPG in the United States is very high as a result of low inventories and low production. That has caused concern in the United States, therefore has pushed prices higher for LPG. As a result, that decreased the ARB recently before Hurricane Harvey. So it, it's a mixture of factors that play all the time uh, and uh, things change uh, very quickly. From one uh, from a positive ARP to negative ARP, yeah. so it's just where you, you the trader has booked his cargo, and as Christian says, the ship is the ship. He has a, a means to transport it from A to B, but he needs to book his cargo and his delivery. 
Thank you. Thank you very much. So I think we can we can agree on that. It's uh, it's a um, healthy uh, order book. Uh, hopefully, uh, uh, there will not be too many uh, too many orders uh, in in the short term. Uh, 2018 should be the turning point in terms of uh, in terms of rates. And uh, if you look uh, midterm uh, and going forward, it should be uh, uh, very positive. Uh, also with the increasing U.S. exports uh, that have the uh, necessary capacity. Um, and uh, I think I saved us maybe some time. I have no, uh, no other questions. I don't know if uh, there's anything Christian or John would like to, uh, to mention as a last uh, final note to the, to the audience. I, I, my advice is always if you want to, to follow this market, it's, it's really about uh, the U.S. export so, so if you want to find one key uh, figure you want to follow, look at, at uh, U.S. export. Um, 66% of the U.S. export uh, year to date has gone to, to the Far East. So it's, it's uh, huge amounts of LPG. And uh, we are, to a certain extent, less dependent of the ARB now than we were uh, last year because that we see some of the lifters of US LPG have included uh, Bellu, which is the full price in, in Houston, uh, in their invoice to their customers in Far East. So these people will, will invoice the same price as they pay uh, for their cargo. This is positive for trade and we do hope that this is a trend which uh, will continue and grow even more. Um, Number of cargoes in the U.S., if you look at VLGC's cargoes per month, uh, U.S. Uh, Gulf and Marcus Hook can do between 55 and 60 cargoes per month. In June this year, they did 32. In, in July, uh, they did 38. And before a hurricane, <laughs> Harvey, uh, the expectations were 40 to 44 for, for uh, August so we think that uh, a number of cargoes will pick up second half this year, as it did uh, last year as well. Thank you, Christian. John? Uh, one more point about um, uh, the LPG production and uh, consumption and uh, exports in the United States. Uh, the, one has to look also at the consumption in the United States for LPG. It is very important and a very sensitive um, guideline uh, uh, of how the market is going to uh, to move. Uh, we had instances where there was uh, a, a very big draw from uh, the United States due to weather uh, or due to crop drying or due to many other reasons, and that affects uh, uh, LPG exports and also the pricing of LPG. Uh, once we see that there is substantial inventories, then we can be uh, assured that th this is going to translate into exports for um, uh, from, from, from the United States. So. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Yeah. Thanks you. Thanks.